in the barbershop the waviest podcast on the planet from the hood we do it most good this is your boy us um got the fellas in here with me today man yeah it's your boy lando you can follow me on twitter at the tackler 1711 at the motherfuckers in the barbershop podcast page what up though it's nice you can follow me on instagram and be nice two underscores and on twitter at two underscores be nice um we gotta talk about cap and the collusion settlement we gotta talk about all-Star break wrap-up. And uh, we can talk about a little bit of other shit, man. But first, even before, shout-out to Shaking My Head. We got to talk about Zion Williamson busting through his shoes. Lando, did you see that shit? Yes, I did. I'm very disappointed, man. The tickets cost uh, $2,500. Got uh, President Obama's in the front row. It was uh, This was like a build-up night, and that just took the air out of the building. I mean, the nigga 285 pounds, he did a quick move in some Paul George's and just blew them bitches foot through them bitches. That is crazy. He big as fuck. Huge. He kind of too big. Too big. You think that's too big, Linda? Nah, I mean, like you said, he's built like... 296. 296. He's definitely about to cut it down, but I mean, he just... The, when you're watching him play, man, it's, it's like nothing I've ever seen His before. Somebody that, that somebody that strong and can jump that high and that fast and that quick is unbelievable. The only body man. type I can say that I we've ever seen comparable to this and he didn't have the agility and speed was Anthony Mason. Anthony Mason, we for a short ben, period. He said Ben Wallace for No, nah, Ben appears. was never this big. He was never this big, but definitely with the athletic. Yeah, he, had, he had a, a, a rare combination of cockiness yeah. and agility. Right. But he was never this big. No, Mace was close to this size, but yeah, he never had the agility and speed. Yeah. He was a little bit slower, but Anthony Mason is a pretty comparable player just all around for, for Zion Williamson. He was a, a bulkier guy, cocky, left-handed also, and could put the ball on the floor a little bit as well. And also did surprise you with his agility and speed. He didn't have what Zion Williamson got. Yeah. Some of the jump cuts I've seen this kid make, it's people that's half his eyes that can't do it. Zion is just something... That's like, like when stuff like this happens tonight, you don't want to see him play basketball for Duke no more. It's like, all right, fuck it, Zion. Just put yourself in a bubble wrap and sit out the rest of the year. Fuck March Madness. Because you got a bag to secure, bro. You got a first-round pick to be. We can't. We don't want this shit wasted in, at Duke, right? Right, I agree. So should Zion come back anytime this year? If he's 100% for, like, the tournament, I would say that. But, honestly, man, no. Mm, be that? No. I mean, it just, why? Like, I feel like the problem with college basketball, we've seen it tonight just in general, and Lando would like to so eloquently point out, Michigan handed North Carolina's ass to them personally. Yeah. Every team in, in college basketball right now can be beat. You know what I'm saying? If you really think about it or just sit down and look at the rosters and, and the, the schedules that each one of these guys had, Gonzaga has not been undefeated. You know what I'm saying? They've taken a loss here or there. Tennessee's taken some losses. They just got their ass whooped by K- Kentucky. And to me, Tennessee has the deepest roster. I think they're the best team. Duke has the probably front-heavy best squad. Michigan has a hell of a team. Michigan State, prior to these injuries, had a hell of a team. Kansas, prior to these injuries, had a hell of a team. So all of these teams just right there in the front. Hey, even in Kentucky, you can never count out a Coach Cal team. Every team that's maybe a top 10 team this year could win a national championship. 
So even with Zion being healthy, I don't think that it's your right favorite. Don't make sense to come back. Like if you don't got a guaranteed ship waiting on you, unfortunately you look at RJ Barry play. Sometimes he play hero ball. You got a nigga that's waiting to just jack that bitch. Why would you want to come back to this? And these are your guys. You know what I'm saying? I remember the clip of Bam Adebayo and De'Aaron Fox crying a couple years ago. These are my fucking brothers that think we don't care because we know we're going pro. It's like yeah, those your guys, but you can't fuck your life up for these niggas. First of all, you just met these niggas like a year ago. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. They can be a man's. You want to fuck your money up, your mama money, your, your generational wealth. And Steve Harvey would say, I got people depending on me. You can't <laughs> fuck this bag up. So, all right, we all agree Zion is probably going to be the number one pick. Yeah, but yeah. should he be the number no, one pick? he's not the best player in this. Ooh. Long time, I don't think he's the best player. I, I got to disagree with Be Nice. This is a special, special kid right here, man. I think anybody who pass him up or do anything stupid to come draft night is going to really regret this. I just don't, like... I feel like you gotta pick Zion number one. Yeah. I don't, cause I don't know if he's the best. I don't really watch college basketball. I'm not really sure, but I feel like for the ticket sales of that night, opening night, and then for the nights to come, you kind of got it. Like I, I just feel like passing on Zion don't make you a genius. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if you if you pass on Zion and you get it right, you still gonna look like a fool in a lot of people's eyes, man. Cause it's just like, why did you do it? Yeah. It's like why? It's like you. It's like like when I, when I said betting on the Patriots. It's like don't embarrass yourself by picking around just to be an idiot. Yeah. Just just take the surefire. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it. Because if you lose, it was Zion. Like hey, I got the Zion wrong. I guess we all would have got that one wrong, right? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, that Cam Reddish dude did look kind of good. I think if that's the question, is based on surefireness or what you you consider to be the closest to 100 percent. Correct, or like you said, if, if your avenue is about popularity and ticket sales and putting fans in seats and and increasing the revenue, so I am of course. But to me, I'm a basketball purist. I don't think he's gonna be the best player out of this draft class. But that's not taking nothing away from Zion Williamson. I'm just I don't, I don't see I, 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 I don't think he's a hell of a player. I don't see how you think he's not, man. Because like he's still young, and me and me and Giles got to argue about this a, a few months ago. I'm like, bro, he's getting better shooting. And he hasn't even been training with an NBA team. Yeah, yeah. Once he get a full time training with him, no, it's gonna be the sky's the limit. How good okay, he is. Okay, so this is this is the only issue, and where I feel like you're disagreeing or having a, 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 a disparagement with what I'm saying. To me, the point guard is the most you know important position in basketball at this stage in basketball right now. Unless you're LeBron James or Kevin Durant, I don't think this kid is LeBron James or Kevin Durant. He could be Paul George level. Paul George. Paul is, George is the beast right now. Yeah, but I would. I can't even finish. even before Paul George got he changed. No, 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 the no, no, I, and I'm not disagreeing with that. I, I just, I, if I, if we have a draft right now, if we have a franchise alternate draft, I cannot tell. And I love Paul George to death, just because I know how important point guards are. I cannot tell you that I'm gonna draft Paul George over a Damian Lillard and Kyrie Irving. I can't tell you that, bro. But we've seen teams win championships without great point guards. When? When's the last time? I will say that Paul George led his team further in the playoffs than either one of them niggas did. He played in the Eastern Conference. Though. He did. That's true. Kyrie didn't even get there. Kyrie didn't. Mario Chalmers? But Kyrie had a horrible team. As people like to point out, the Cavaliers were fucking terrible. Whenever people talk about Mario Chalmers was the point guard. LeBron James is the point guard. I'm just saying, Kobe Bryant was what? But I'm saying, you have won championships without great point guard. Right or wrong? Kobe Bryant is the dominant ball handler. Okay, my thing is, how many championships have you won without a good one player or two guard? Okay, you need a dominant ball handler. And you can build somebody around that. What And I think what you're taking away from what I'm saying, we live in an era where the point guard isn't just strictly a point guard. We're not talking about a Jason Kidd-style point guard. We're talking about a, just fuck the word point, a elite lead guard. 
You got to have an elite lead guard. Fuck the word point. An elite lead guard. I just guard. think you need, you need great players. That's, that's what you it takes to win. That's what it takes to win. I just think John Moran is going to be more special. I, I feel like he's going to lead wherever he goes. The, no. it's, it's like LeVar said, wherever my boy go, it's going to win and go follow. I think John Moran is that type of key. I just don't see him having that immediate impact that Zion going to have because the point guard position is so loaded in the NBA. Night I mean, in, night but, out, he's getting everybody's best game. We've seen point guards come in and have pretty good career. For, for example, what, I, what I'm envisioning, you throw this kid out there with, let's say he gets drafted to the Suns. Look at what De'Aaron Fox is doing with that young bunch in, in Sacramento. Yeah. He's changed that franchise. They look like the but, fucking livestock of but, the West for but, the last decade. I said, I they said, no fucking point guard. I said De'Aaron Fox was the best point guard in that, but, in that draft. Yeah, you did. Yeah. But Lonzo Ball also does, has never had fr- full creative control of the Lakers. He's never been in full control. I, I understand that, but I still I always, I always say that from De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. I don't like Ben Simmons, but look at... I don't feel like Joel Embiid could do this without Ben Simmons. I don't know. He definitely can. He has to have a point guard. That, like, and can. and I think that Lonzo Ball is comparable to Ben Simmons, but you have to have a point guard of that pedigree that's a, a tier above average. You can't have an average-ass point guard. I, you have to. It can't even. Like I said, you can take away the word point. You have to have an above-average lead guard. One thing for, 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 inference, for, for instance, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell is not a point guard, no, but not. he's a guard. He's a lead guard. If yeah. you take away Ricky Rubio and you go in spurts where Donovan Mitchell is the lead guard, you don't want to say point lead guard, and he's facilitating the offense. They are an amazing team. Yeah, you gotta have same thing with, with what you know. what I'm saying you see with the Thunder. I don't like Russell Westbrook, but he's a lead guard. He's a lead lead guard. You gotta have that. Uh, you don't, you don't need a, a elite point guard to win the championship. We Not see teams. Guard. We elite see guard. Te- we see teams with championships. Elite, elite point guard. guard. Don't, um, don't, don't pass on Zion. Uh, final note. Zion broke through his shoe, though. That shit just... I, yeah, I'm looking at the picture. Yeah. <laughs> I have not seen a blog. Shout out. But them shoes I've not seen a blog like that since John McCray. She, she blew her boot yeah, out. On seeing Skip Day. I wasn't there, but the video lives on. That's an amazing moment. I know she's not listening to this shit, but shout out. It's shout funny because like, if Zion went and got hurt, this would just be amazing. Like, the nigga just... Yeah, Whole like, foot. it would be like on some sports science shit. Like, wow, look at the peer pressure. Yeah. He just blew he his shoe. More pressure in his foot <laughs> than a two-ton bus. Like some shit like that would have been said about the nigga. The fucking shoe was at his damn ankle. He done bust through the bitch so far. Almost fucking. ripped his leg off. Yeah, all right. So enough shoe talk. Shout out to shaking my heads. Uh, who went first last week? Uh, we should keep notes. You would. I, I think, think it might first. be. Yeah. All right, let's go, Lando. Oh, Ooh. first thing, Lando doesn't. Uh, be nice. Don't know what counterclockwise is. Okay. I don't. He don't know. He don't know. What, Danny don't know what clockwise is to not know what counterclockwise. Okay. No, no. But this is the thing. I didn't know if it. Now I do know what it is. Shout I didn't know if it was John. starting at the end of the the the, the picture. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If it's starting from the back end of the picture, where the picture starts. You feel me? Like if it's starting in this corner, I'm thinking it's starting like this. You feel me? It, it don't mind. All right. <laughs> Go ahead, Um, Let me get the TV shit out the way first. Uh, shout out to True Detective. Uh, season finale coming out this week. Um, I'm very intrigued. It's been like almost eight episodes. I think you're the only person that watched this. No, I ain't gonna no. lie. I see a lot of people yeah, talking hey, about this True shit Detective. Is fine. I've never seen it. Never yeah. heard it. It got Mahershala Ali, right? What you mean? Yeah. I mean, as far as somebody saying you go watch this shit, I've never heard of it. Season one of True Detective is probably one of the best seasons of any TV show ever. Ever written. They yeah. season two was, and that, and that had Woody Harrelson in it. And it had Matthew McConaughey the first the first season. Okay. Second season was pretty. They had Vince Vaughn and shit like that. Like they tried to mix it up. It didn't work. This season is fire. So wait, every detective is different. Yeah, every year is different. So every year is a whole new cast. So it's he, almost like American Horror Story. What I've seen in the in the show is he aging. 
Yeah, and that's the thing. Okay. And that's the thing with True Detective. That's the reason why I like it. They go back and forth through all time, throughout the ages. Same thing they did season one, season two. Age of what? Just the detectives? Yeah, so yeah, the, is the it case. different crimes? Or no, no, it's the same. One big mystery. One big mystery. Wait, Wait huh? Hold on. You got to break. Okay, yeah. I, I, I call Austin, Austin. one commercial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One, one commercial. Let me get it. I know Austin don't watch TV. So this is what they do. They do flashbacks throughout. It's almost like Game of Thrones when they go back and you see... Uh, or This Is Us. Or This Is Us. Or Game of Thrones when they go back, when you go back and see Ned fight Arthur Day. So pretty much, they do flashbacks. So the case started like in the late 70s, early 80s. Mm-hmm. It went unsolved. Ten years later, they reopen up the case. So you see them a little bit older. And they try to they try to solve the case then, ten years later. And then you go from ten years later to like 2014 when they old men. And the case still has been unsolved. And now they're getting interviewed about the case and... Why couldn't they get the case done? And so now they're starting to retrace their steps and follow up uh, and follow where they messed up at. And to be honest, it's been eight but it's, episodes. But it's not the same. So like, so let's just say the true detective's name is John. Yeah. It's not John all the way through. No, it's all Mah- Mahershala. But his, his supporting cast is kind of altered around him. But I'm saying yeah. even in the season one. What you mean? Season one. Season no, it was a whole different cast from oh, season one. But it's the same case. No, no, different oh, case. Different yeah, case each season. Case okay, that's season. why I'm not getting. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, kind of like American this Horror bitch. Story, or American Crime Story. So every year is a different story. Okay, for sure. Yeah. So, but pretty much, um, like I said, these kids went missing in, in Arkansas. Um, like I said, the, they found the boy. He was dead. They never found the girl. Ten years later, they find her DNA that she's been uh, she was running the streets in Oklahoma and shit. So now they're looking for her. Her, her father was a drunk. Her mom pretty much was just running the street, horning around. Um, their family was like kind of like in the church. They don't know if it was like a church group that kidnapped her, or she got kidnapped by like gang members and changed. So it's a lot of essence to the story, and they really haven't found out anything. It's been shootouts when they thought it was this Native American guy who like killed police officers and killed this mob group coming after him. So it, it's been really deep, and it's still they still nowhere close. But this season finale. They supposed to break it and find out what really happened. So do man. people never solve the case? It's a lot of cases that go unsolved. Oh, it's a lot of cases. So are you even a true detective if you can't solve the case? You are. I mean, because like I said, forensic <laughs> files. It's been cases. Twenty five years they have found my DNA and finally cracked the case. It's been cases for years that don't go uh, that go unsolved. They just arrested a nigga from picking up his napkin yeah. in like yeah. a hockey game. And, and that, that shit, that yeah, shit, shit really happens. How did they know that? Did he just look familiar? I think they, they just knew they it. They was already telling them. Tell, right. trailing yeah. the nigga, yeah. and then they seen him put that napkin on. Napkins, like, yeah. Yeah. He got a napkin. Because <laughs> said they were season one. They thought they caught the dude, but they got the wrong people. Wrong and these guys still do, still doing it. Thought they killed the wrong dude. Same thing with this. Like it, it goes on. Like you can have a cold case that can last for about fifty years to so, so. Shout out to that. Um, I don't know if I shot this out last week, but the High Flying Birds came on Netflix. Netflix. It was a movie, a basketball movie. I think, uh, I'm not sure. I think Clutch Sports produced it, but it was about an agent during a lockout. He got these players to play one-on-one, raised a lot of money. Very good story. If you like basketball, you'll like this movie. Um, Is that the movie with Devon nigga in it? Yeah, yeah. What's that nigga? Melvin Gregg, the light-skinned skinny dude. I don't know that dude. Yeah. You know him. He was popular when Brian was going. He was with King Batching. He was one of the California meetup niggas. But I don't know about his acting chops. I wasn't interested. Yeah, it's one, one too bad. All right, Lando, that movie or Uncle Drew? I'll take that movie. Oh. Even though that movie didn't have basketball. Like, it, they only played, like, one, one-on-one basketball. But Uncle Drew, outside, like, them playing basketball, the acting was just was just really, really I'm not going to lie. I was on the Is Uncle Drew a Real Movie. I've never heard anybody talk about it train for a long time. 
until shout out to Mir. He watched it like 18 times. And then I watched it. I actually was thoroughly impressed from having no expectations. I'm like, man, this was not a bad movie. You know what I'm saying? Austin Sidney watching it. He stepped in for a second. They made a mistake with Tiffany Haddish and that character. They could have got. I know she was awful. She was awful in that movie. But real was kind of he was bad in that movie. Yeah. I like like, like Kyrie said, you ugly. You yeah, ugly, Larissa. Yeah, Kyrie go. Kyrie did okay. Chris Webber actually did good. Actually, Chris Webber is the best. But I really, really love Big Mouth, and the oh, guy from yeah. Big Mouth is just amazing. Oh, Nick Crow. Yeah. Just, I feel like I'm watching the old and Andy Samberg, like the Saturday yeah. Night Live crew from My Dick and all that era, and you know what I'm saying on the boats and hoes era. I feel like I was watching that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I really like that. And then Shaq was smooth. Lisa Leslie definitely stole the show. Shaq, Shaq woke your big ass up. My bad, bro. My bad, Snap Dog. I was sleeping. Now it's a vibe. It's just like oh, a little okay. picture mirror something. Yeah, so that you know that shit was smooth. So, but nah, I, this was probably more of like a serious movie. Uncle Drew was just a kid loving funny movie. The okay. one I want seeing Uncle Drew was funny when Kyrie busted my man's ass in the court though. Oh, and, then, and then uh, I seen the the Teddy Pendergrass documentary. Really good on Showtime, man. Very. Sad story, talented guy. Like I said, end up getting paralyzed in a car accident. Um, they got some devices that can help him sing, uh, even when he was in a wheelchair. So, Teddy Prendergrass has some of the greatest music. Uh, I love TKO. So, hey, shout out to that. That was a good one. You gotta let it go. Let it go. Um, I guess shaking my head, gotta go to the Empire shit, man. The, the Jesse, as, and now it's going just way too far. We got some big ass bodybuilding Nigerian dudes a part of it now. <laughs> Um, we called it though. We yeah, was there. yeah, yeah. We it called it first. Cinco sent me a message like, "Bro, this is why you the MVP of the podcast because you knew." It, we all knew yeah, it was yeah, but you knew we for sure knew because it's like man, this shit just sounded. Sometimes when shit is as fishy as it sounds, it's, it's just know. fishy, bro. Shout like, out to the fishy stories. Yeah, yeah, fishy stories is just like, come on, nah. <laughs> I see through Something this. Something stinks in here. You just gotta yeah. think a little harder when you' about to lie. Yeah. Don't just come and tell bad lies. Tell good lies. Yeah, it's just, it's all all the way bad now. Now he's trying to like turn it around and all type of shit. I don't know how he gonna flip this, but he hired a a crisis management team. Yeah. So it's a crisis. Yeah, definitely sure, a crisis. crisis. And uh, I don't know. I want to see the way he flipped this, man. Cause now it's just entertaining now. I have schizophrenia. Now he's gonna play on the mental, mental health. health. He's gonna, he gonna blame mental What's health or he's gonna take out He's fucking or... up multiple communities right now. Like, people was mad about the homophobic stuff. Oh, you homophobic. You don't believe him. So now we, we can't look at gay people the same way. He fucking up the black rights. He fucking up. He can't. You fucking up a lot of people right now, brother. Honestly, and then look, I've been getting the debates because, like I said, we got a, a listener and uh, she got very mad at me about, you know, kind of like joking about it and shit like that and lying. And I'm like, you know, every all this should have come out. And now they looking at me like, oh, so you believe everything the police do? It's like, no, it's not that, man. It's like, dude is lying. This nigga is lying. He hasn't involved no police for me yeah. to think it was Yeah, he was, he was lying. This is the thing. I'm not even like, we wouldn't even know rubbing it in. Like, yeah, yeah he was lying. Like, I see niggas rubbing it yeah. in. And you know what? When you score a touchdown, you're allowed to dance. Yeah. But sometimes you just score and you... Hand the ball to the ref. Hey, we was right. Hey. Yeah, that's all. That's Drop all. We, we scored. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. ain't no big deal about it. I scored yeah. all the time. Just don't bash me no more. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Don't make me yeah, like they were saying niggas was homophobic shit. on that <laughs> I shit. Fucking it's like, I ain't homophobic. He just was lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't do that to me. Don't do that. Don't do that. And um, I guess I want to add this to it, man. Uh, LOL of the week. And for the past few weeks, this Umar Johnson situation, a few podcasts that hit me up to come and talk about it. This is some of the funniest shit I've ever he seen. He said, I'm building a school, and y'all only sent me $250,000. I need more. I need more. And I, I need more and more and more. <laughs> hey, don't think because you donated once, you're done. No yeah. way. You're not free? <laughs> <laughs> Omar got the time crazy. You, you gave me, me $25, and you think you're free. 
I ain't gonna lie though. He got a point. Because when the LeBron news broke, everybody's like, oh, he donated this much. And then they found out that it was so much more that the taxpayers had to pay. So schools ain't cheap. And the only they the only problem I got is a lot of people saying that well, you don't know where these funds going. You don't know where the funds going. And that he didn't purchase the school. Yeah. The There's a lot of people that have been going on videos, going at him, saying he got no business plan. This is a scam. So he I said the kids won't live with y'all. They won't go back home. They live with me. And and that's the thing. It's like certain stuff is going over the line. Like I'm on the yeah. <laughs> I'm on the fence with it. I still fuck with him because he's funny. But I don't know about this school, man. I gave him $50. Dude, kind of you gave me $50? I gave Umar so Johnson $50 like at Northwest. You going to get something, right? Don't say I'm going to get my name put on the wall. Damn. Because look, he didn't want to take cash. But I wrote my name on a sheet of paper <laughs> and I handed it to him. And he said, thank you, brother, at the oh, Northwest. Yeah, I met him. You met him? Tell him to come to the show. We, we oh, said no thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We said you no said you gave him money for this school years ago? Yeah, that's what they, this is about three years ago. Whoa, yeah. whoa. Listen, he been talking about it. Like, you starting to sound like a sucker. Yeah. Yeah. Tony Roberts and not this shit. Well, hold on, hold on. Tony Roberts. Hey, Tony Roberts wasn't me. Roberts. 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 You are ultimate hey, The TV evangelist hey. next. They gonna get your ass. Let me put my hand on the Bible. Tony Roberts was not me. I was forced to go. I was forced. I was handcuffed to go today. You were forced to give Umar 25. But you know, I believed in Umar. Whoa. But you know what happened? He was beefing with this dude, General, from around here. And so that's why I went. I'm like, let me see what this is all about. He gave a good, passionate speech about helping black boys. And I'm like, you know what? We need to help our community. I gave Umar Johnson $50. I don't know where that $50 went to. to help outside so you pretty much gave Umar Johnson 50 bucks. I look out for the general. I always look out for the general. You just, got, you just put gas in that car for like I put week. gas in this car for coming out here, man. But, <laughs> hey, look, I hope that I want the school to open, man. I want Umar to be successful, man. I hope it works out. So he's been, he been promoting school football since 2010. Yeah, dog. He was mad that LeBron got too much love about it. He was mad about that. Hey, I think, I mean, you got to think about it. Umar do come from the loins of Frederick Douglass. So it's like, it's not hard. He come from the loins of somebody who came He come from the loins. I was the loins. He said, Sister May, that was Frederick Douglass' cousin. <laughs> so, you know, it just goes on. Look, man, I want the school to open. I hope everything go right. But I'm getting a lot of people telling me that it's not on, that he shot that video in the, in the, um, in the fall because you can see there's no snow outside. The grass is green. Um, It was like cones in the basketball gym and stuff mm. like that. They were sure. So, I, Omar, I'm with you, man. Hopefully the school can get open, man. All right, B-Dad, what you got? Um, I just... I'm, I'm gonna shake my head at the, the Twitter debaters, man. People just like having too many debates. And I ain't gonna lie, me and Austin talked about this one time. Just cut back. You know what I'm saying? It was like a couple safe drafts I got in my shit today where I just wanted to talk to some people. I wanted to say y'all was wrong, but I'm a bigger man than that. Yeah. You got all these arguing niggas on Twitter. Bro. It's just the I'm internet. Like shit, it's like sometimes you on the internet, you just you you feel it. Like you get the urge to be yeah, like. That shit was stupid. Yeah, you want to express your opinion, but sometimes you just, you know what? Let this person have this bad opinion on their own. Moment, yeah. You know but it turned into a wormhole because then niggas want to argue and then you get riled up and now it's like I'm looking at my phone kind of crazy. Yeah. I'm mad because you, you keep telling me stupid. Why you keep sending back stupid shit? Yeah. And I, I think like to not, it's to my detriment because it's like I it just make me get on Twitter less, which I feel like kind of hurts the show. But it's like, I just, I cannot be on that bitch if you talking crazy. No, I just scroll away from it. Yeah. I, I just scroll away from Rory Cloud. Or I might mute you. And I'm going to tell you this. You know, I never told him this. Giles, I mute you occasionally every once in a while on Twitter. Because mm-hmm. you always bashing Tupac, bro. I don't like that shit. Because occasionally you, you say something every once in a, every couple months is a Tupac moment. It's like, Giles, 
I gotta get away from you for a couple weeks, man. I gotta, you get on your Funk Master Flex shit, bro. You fucking lied, and I don't want to see that shit, brother. Um, that, you guys, you guys that's it, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Michigan State, because they prevailed today with no Nick Ward. And shout out to the matchup that everybody wants, man. We get to see the True Blue Bloods of the state go at it on February 24th, man. man a Sunday. Saying, this is going to be a massacre, man. I Michigan like that State's energy. going to lose, and I don't want to hear no excuses about injuries. I got... Cousin Sean texting me every day about, I don't want to hear it no more, man. It's game time. All that strength of schedule, that don't mean nothing to me no are more. We, Let's play. Are we not missing two of our top three scores? Listen. Listen. Hey, look. This is what the coach told me a long time ago. Only care about the guys that's in the locker room and on the field. If you hurt, huh? Was that on the No, it was on the team. What was your record? What do you mean? It was like 7-2. All right, okay. Yeah. Is a pal team? Pal team. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So they were, uh, even the losing teams. So what I think about comparable in talent and pal, unless you're talking about the top guys. No. Nah. The very top guy. Even in high school, even the losing team. Come on, why did he give a fuck about you? You was hurt? I didn't care about the players here. Yeah, I was losing. So it's what? like Renaissance. Niggas was losing. They probably said, yeah, next guy up. It's like, I've been better than the nigga that wasn't playing anyway. I, I, I care about the niggas out there. Niggas there was garbage. I'm like, hey, if you don't be garbage, you got to go. I'd rather you leave and play with a scrub. Renaissance had like a, a coaching problem. Like with, with yeah. It's like control problem. It's like, yeah, hey, he bringing in this new nigga. He ass anyways. Yeah, Why yeah. is he here? That's, that was the problem with Renaissance. Jelena, what's the, give us a score prediction Sunday. Uh, 3.45 p.m. Uh, 68 to 53. Ooh. Be a weak-ass nigga scored 68. Ooh. That's the college basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Michigan State was averaging 80 when Joshua Lankford was healthy. Is he there? He not. All right, but man. He was averaging 80. So, I'm going to say 69-65. Ooh. Michigan State way. Oh, Tough battle, but we going to get into Chrysler. Talk to my boy Patrick, man. He was at school. He was talking. He couldn't wait for this game. I think he going to the game too. He yeah, couldn't shout wait. Out to Mo, you ain't you ain't chimed in in a while. Yeah, oh, Mo heard no listen, 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 and, and, and Mo be at the game. You know why? Yeah, like you know online, online, like an online you know reporter. Because Ohio State got in that ass. Ain't gonna lie, Mo did come down quiet. after that. Hey, that was tough. Mo had to dial back. That was tough to see, man. That was tough to watch. That was tough to watch. Talking about a silence, he been pew, pew, pew. They shut that boy down. Hey, man, you gotta be quiet after that shit. Ain't nothing to say. Um, where I go? Um, shout out to All Star Weekend. I'm gonna say this is probably one of the better All Star Weekends of recent memory. Why? I think it was all right. I need an explanation. What, it was, it what was, made you feel entertained? It was solid. I was at work, okay. and if I looked at the TV, it was like, okay. Now, dunk contest, that was garbage. Ass. That was like, I mean, that was probably one of the worst dunk contests in a, in Three a minute. Three-point contest was all right. You, just, you know, Damon Litter, you shouldn't have been there. Um, you know, in the, in the All-Star game, he played good. Uh, Joe Harris, he went out there and shot the lights out. I, I caught a little bit of skill challenge, and that was pretty cool. 10-10-1. It's so. always like something where you say, you just kind of brush it off. Oh, that was, was cool. I just, I think All-Star Weekend is killing it because it's not enough All-Stars. Like, I want to see All-Stars in dunk contest. I know they won't do it, and I don't know why. Like, I'm starting not to really understand why they won't do it. Like, at first, I'm like, maybe they won't get hurt. But they think you dunking. Like, y'all niggas dunk every fucking day. Like, just dunk. You know what I'm saying? Damn, just give us three of them bitches. Give us three dunks. Like, fuck, bro. I think the problem is, is like, it's too many elder statesmen in the NBA right now. So everybody's kind of in a prime level where we missed the wave of 
the All-Star game being kind of how when we were younger where it was the Stephon Marbury's in his prime, he's a young guy. Allen Iverson in his prime, he's a young guy. Kobe's in his prime, he's a young guy. T-Man. All these niggas kind of old. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's like a ninth, 10th, 11th year. They don't want to do that shit. But it's like, bro, just like, I can, I don't care that Hamadou Diallo won. Yeah. Like, that shit just like, like, it was impressive. Even though it kind of wasn't because he put his hand on Shaq back. Kind of just, you know. He ain't push up. I, mean, I, he I ain't think push the up. thing. He ain't push up, but it just, I he had to stay a little bit. That's the same duck he did in high school. Yeah. And, I, and then, you know, look, I don't got a problem with him winning. And that's why I think Zion is so important. Because next year he will be in the dunk contest. Him in. They're both of them. And that's going to be exciting. I think they should just do a dunk contest. Zach Levine should have came back. I think him and Aaron Gordon need to come back. I think they just need to change it and put the best dunkers in the world. I feel like everybody would be entertained as well. Yeah, I, I kind of don't. Just, it, I don't give a fuck if you're an NBA player. Just that's the thing. That's the thing. Either have niggas that's going to really freak that bitch on stage or have the star niggas do it. Because to be honest, when Paul George did that one little uh, 360 dunk, it wasn't crazy, but it's Paul George. I would, George, I like, would right. be entertained to see what, I don't give a fuck how it is. I would be entertained to see LeBron James in the dunk. Yeah, like I wouldn't care what he would do as long as he just do something like ah. Oh, and the DeRozan's in the world, the Paul George's. Giannis, somebody sweet, you know what I'm saying? Like Giannis was in it though. A long ass time ago. Yeah, just yeah, like DeRozan, a long ass time ago. Just like Blake Griffin, a long ass time ago. That's what I'm saying. Like, Damian Lillard, a long ass time ago. I just think with the young talent coming in, like I said, next year, dog talent contest, yeah. I can't wait for. But like I, like I said, it's a situation where, like we talked about, the one year Damian Lillard, I think he was the first time All Star. He did everything All Star weekend. He was young. He went to the All Star game. He did the Rising Stars. He did the, the Skills Challenge and the Three Point Contest. And I think the Dunk Contest. He did everything that was there. He don't want to do that shit no more. You know what I'm saying? Getting closer yeah. to 28, 27. You don't want to do that shit. Every, everything is there. This is also time for them to start to get a break, to start to kind of unwind and right. then get ready for the push. I, I feel it. I feel it. You want to get entertained by the, yeah. by the younger guy. But I think as the more young talent come to the league, the dunk contest. And I think also. But I do agree with Austin. Yeah, I would like to see stars. It should be more star power. But kind of going to what I was just saying about just bringing in dunkers, that's kind of what they're doing anyways. Like they're trying to find the best dunkers in the NBA. And it's like, but this nigga still got a contract. Like, he still got to not go too crazy because he might fall and bust his ass <laughs> to where somebody like Guy Dupree and uh, the Maxwell Pierce kid that went to, I forget what college he went to, but he got like a, a viral dunk that's going crazy right now. I'm trying to go between the legs and then flipping the ball over. He missed the dunk, obviously. But somebody with that type of creativity, if you can do that much shit in the air, he can do all of them done. Like, the dunks that Dennis Smith was missing, he can do that shit for sure. Yeah, and also, no, if you miss, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you miss, you're done. I don't want to see nobody. I said, I said two misses. No, one. No misses. No misses. Don't the fucking ball. Either you practice this shit or you didn't. You, either you can do it or you can't. I mean, but that's, we've diminished that already from going back. I don't remember Desmond Mason missing too many times. I don't remember Vince Carter missing. I don't remember Jason Richardson missing for real. Yeah, Zach Levine. Steve Francis. Steve Francis Nate missed. Nate Robinson missed. Oh, a million Hold on, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What did it <laughs> Francis missed because he couldn't palm the ball. He had little hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that but shit. That, he, he was the up. only one that was a small-handed guy. Yeah, so he, he missed a few. Vince missed a, he missed a few. Like, it, it take it take a time. Like, I'm, I'm cool with two, two misses. Two I mean, misses we talking about missed. Dwight Howard was missing a couple of years. JaVale McGee. We talking about people that were winning. Yeah. And they they got misses, heavy misses. Sometimes it Dwight Howard, we we just made a whole new dunk for that nigga. He didn't touch a rim on a couple of them dunks. Yeah. But you know what? He won. But that's one of the best dunk, dunk contests because he, he he embraced the role. He was entertaining. He brought the other rim. He had the Superman shit on. Yeah, that was pretty that cool. Was, that was real. He did bring out the other rim and dunked on the higher rim. He 
you brought that Superman shit. I'm like, hey, man, Shaq already told you about this shit. You ain't Superman. But it's like, to see, entertainers to see him get slapped. See John Collins, like, jump over a plane and break that bitch. Funny. It was like, come yeah. on, and man. And he had them niggas in that group. That's like, I think Tuskegee Airmen outfit. That shit was corny. Yeah, that shit was... yeah just dunking over, like, rappers and shit like that. Like, don't, come on. Yeah, don't nobody really care if you dunk over a J. Cole. Yeah. Nobody care if you dunk over a Jamie Foxx. Nah, like, like, the J. Cole thing was like, that's one of them things. It's like, oh, it's homage. Yeah. Some, they some Carolina guy. Yeah, that's bro. that's it, though. I'm tired of seeing that. <laughs> that's I'm, it. I'm talking about the, the Quavo shit is whack. It's yeah. like, why you got Quavo? It's like, it's whack. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm ducking over Shaq, and I'm going to duck over Quavo. Like, it's like, I'm going to get J. Cole jerseys. Yeah. They, they some Fayetteville boy, boys, you know what I'm saying, in the Charlotte area. It's like, oh, yeah. This is one of the things that we've seen before, where Michael Jordan has done something to pay homage to the area. That, like, all of these type of character things have happened before. Somebody knocking up Quavo is just like, I don't even mean. He just asked that nigga. You just used that nigga. And he there. almost kicked that nigga watch off, so he'd have beat your ass if this bezel would have broke. He'd been looking like Ace Hood. Yeah, um, and then the game was solid. I think the yeah. game was pretty entertaining. They got to play more. Like I wish they did play with little I don't series. like that run of, oh, y'all score, and then we going to score. I don't like that shit. Just, it, it seemed too routine of, oh, this team, they just letting them score right you just And then they're going to let them score right stuff got cold no, in I, that I, I don't give a fuck right? about that. What I'm saying is, Every year do. for like the past six years, it seemed like one year, one team runs away early and another team just magically just start hitting shots. Yeah, that's what happened. They start taking it for real. Start taking it serious. No, I don't think it's taking real. it for real. It just like it seemed like everybody just had a moment where everybody want to take a turn. Like, all right, y'all. That fourth quarter, they start playing some real defense. A little bit. Yeah, it's like you just don't about. care who is the All Star Game MVP. I mean, but also that ain't had nothing to do with Steph Kipling that was out there. I, go, so I still, I still think that matters. I, I feel like it don't because like say LeBron just didn't give a fuck. He was like, here you go, Kevin Durant, just shoot it. Like, Kevin Durant, he, he kind of took that 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 night. He took any out any outperformed stuff. He played good. No, he I mean good. it was like, solid. The second half for sure was solid because it was more a little bit defense being played. But it's like I wish I felt like you could play a real basketball game and not get hurt. And not get hurt. You just gotta let people go. You ain't gotta try to meet a nigga at the rim. <laughs> <laughs> on the but that's still that's still entertaining to me. Just let them. Definitely the first half being like a dunk contest type of deal. But I just shit. feel like All-Star game, like this damn there, this is something better than Olympic basketball. We get all the best players on each team play at a game. That's still Who, better than Olympic basketball. I'm saying on solid benches. No, you know what I'm saying? Hell no. Because like at least they went serious. Like, I just feel like they not playing. I don't want to see them beat Angola by 40 and 60 I mean, points. But how many teams have. Who, the, what the, team? Hold on. How many teams do they beat by 60 points? Most of them. Definitely when they like, was leading to like the Spains and Argentina. Man, they, Spain ain't been good since fucking 2003 to all the phone they what? beat. Yes. They always beat Spain in the year. I'm saying they didn't. They beat the Knicks by like 12 points. No. And it was close until Kobe teed up. No, what man. What are you talking about? No, they took they took that. That Spain team was not going to beat the Redeem team. It's not it about beating. It was a it competitive wasn't. game. No, not really. You just talk, really. you just jumped from saying that they beat Angola by six. Yes, I don't want to see that. By That's a competitive game. This was better than, the, to me, the Olympic basketball game. The, no team is going to beat the Melo team. That shit is you tripping. No, it wasn't. Even watching Brown and them D-Way with the ball. That shit is impeccable basketball. The only reason why the U.S. lost it on four because they sent the second team. That's it. <laughs> Come on, man. Nobody going to be able to beat them. Interesting. No, even the Dream Team run. That shit was beating teams team about 30, 40 points. We haven't seen an interesting, realistically, all-star game since probably like 2009. Whenever Shaq and Kobe was called MVPs, that was like one of the last competitive games. Now, this got competitive at the end. Just Steph I mean, just came up, one of them came up small. Yeah. I didn't even watch the game, so you saying Steph got competitive. So if you didn't watch the game, then you can't really have a comment I'm on the game. I'm if I watched the first half and it's like, oh yeah, it's Duncan, and then I watched, I watched all the way up until... I thought last the, year was the, a good the, dunk. The, I thought last year was a good All-Star game, too. Oh, the one oh, LeBron was. Yeah. That was, it was all right. It no, was okay. I take that back. The last competitive one was the one D-Wade broke uh, Kobe Nose. 
So like 2012 or something like that. That was that was a good one. I mean, yeah, definitely. They not, they not as good as the early 2000s to me because that was yeah, awesome. Sure. Like Jordan last one, that was very competitive and shit. But yeah, they still play. actually play defense. Um, I think we just go straight into it now, man. Into to whatever we want to talk about. Cap, y'all want to start with Colin Kaepernick, man? Yeah, let's do that a little bit. Um, so Colin Kaepernick, fellas, he's. Him and the NFL agreed on a settlement agreement. Huh? Air agree. Air agree. Oh, yeah, big air agree. I got air agree in the picture because I air agree don't ever get the love. But he got he also was in that agreement, man. And uh, for an undisclosed amount, and uh, I'm pretty sure he had to sign a non-disclosure agreement. So none of the case, none of his side uh, got out. Um, it was a lot of stuff. I, we're not gonna. I feel like we we don't really got to talk on the on the aspect of how we feel about Cap. Because pretty much how you ever you felt about Colin Kaepernick is pretty much how you still going to feel about Colin Kaepernick, regardless if he won, lost, took it to court, whatever. But I just want to know, Orlando, what do you think? How does this look to you? Like, is there winners and there's losers? Colin, Kaep- many- Colin Kaepernick is definitely the winner. Um, if the NFL, they took Tom Brady to court and won. If they felt like they could win, they would have saw this through. They came to a settlement because they knew they was guilty and they just wanted to give him away. So when you got people cooning like Stephen A. Smith on the, on the fucking ESPN and shit like that, Talking that I want to know the details and he folded no. That's what happens when you when a big time lawyer always wants to settle. That's how you win a case. Fucking moron. Like it's just it's it's shit like that. Like and that's the problem I got. People like him that's on TV that's making his excuses that want to ride Roger Goodell coattail and shit. The NFL was wrong. That's why they settled. I, why would you settle if you if you knew you was right? I think. Uh... I'm gonna agree that you know cause I'm pretty. I'm, I'm on the team that Cap got a hundred million dollars. I think he got a hundred million plus because the amount of information that came out is just like I feel like it would have been groundbreaking for the NFL. At the same time, I feel like the NFL won only in the aspect of they got this. They none of this stuff is coming out, and if they if all they had to throw was a hundred million dollars to be like, all right, look, boom, we done with it. I think that's a, that's I feel like in the grand scheme, the NFL won in that aspect. A settlement is though. Like, yeah. Get to brush this shit away, and then it's like yeah, it's, a, it's a small blemish, but it's loud. That shit wouldn't work. Yeah, that's what it's gonna look past it. But Cap for sure won, cause I mean he he made up for the two seasons of football he yeah. didn't get to play, and also the charitable charitable contributions he made plus him. Like he can go back now, and the wells is is booming on I, top of the Nike money. And I still think he's gonna get a play in the NFL. Exactly. I, I think he still got a chance to play this year. Hopefully, he do I mean I, I you know listen the way them owners feel and shit like that, man. Hopefully, somebody give him an opportunity. He deserves. I think this is one of those situations like we just said, a win-win for both, and also it alleviates the pressure of what the situation was. This was bubbling, like the NFL didn't like it. People were trying to blackball him, but now it's like we passed it, we settled it. So now a team that might have secretly been like, oh, we kind of want to fuck with Cap, but they ain't gonna fuck. We can't do that shit. Mm. Like it's too much. It's too much heat on that shit. Not, not a team like that has the comfort to be like. All right, well, I, think, I think the NFL seen them ratings for the Super Bowl. See, it's down. Awesome. See, the popularity is down. And, like, let's try to please the black audience and, like, let's try to get this settled. That's all it was. That's all it was. And, I, you know, look, I watch the NFL because I like the, the football players, not because any of the other shit, but I they, feel like they saw their pocketbooks. I feel like $100 million to be like, look, we done, and then none of our secrets come out. That's why I feel like the NFL kind of got away yeah, with it. Because I just feel like, because, I mean, they had to throw billions at the concussions. And that was some shit. Like, we see niggas having concussions. How y'all trying to oh, deny this shit? But just to be like, look, man, to save image, 
Because I feel like this could have been catastrophic to see a, uh, of course, to see an email from uh, Jerry Jones yeah, yeah, yeah. saying I don't want that nigger on my field. Seeing some shit like that, that would have destroyed the whole. No, no, the NFL would have died. That's what I'm saying. Like the say, they said it like with 100 million dollars. That's a win. That's what I'm saying. A settlement is showing that you're guilty. Yeah, that's sure. it. That's that's a that's a myth to guilt. Yeah, but that's like what it is. The stimulation. I also don't think it's a fault to Kaepernick at all because people do want to. Try to say him settling is is withholding or breaking down because he's not able to release all that information. But also just prove the case. I can prove like I was right. Yeah, yeah. that's gotta, the thing. I got to put this shit out for y'all to know I was right. That's the thing. People just wanted that, and like I think that was Stephen A. He wanted to see it go that next level. He wanted to see Cap say, "You know what? No, I'm taking y'all all the way to court. I want this shit to be big." And it's like yeah. that was not his intentions and, at but, all. But when Jonathan Vilma was doing that with the Saints, he was all on Roger Goodell. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm done with dude. But that, that's what, the same thing. What you're saying is it should have to be that person's responsibility. If this person already breaking down, why does he have to be the person to destroy the system for Yeah. Be exactly. put in the yeah, and it's like it's like be motherfucking a CIA agent like yeah I'm breaking this bitch down. And it's like bro like if you already can infer that the system was fucked up and that this could have broke it, yeah. then you already should just know yeah, not to man. fuck with it. Like it's like that's what I'm saying. Like if you if you already at the level where it's like, you know what? If Colin would if they would take the case, imagine the stuff would have came out. Was like, why don't you just imagine it right now and then yeah. stop fucking with the NFL? Peter like, man. use your own Shout imagination. Out to the we saw him stink it up in fucking Buffalo, and niggas looked like, nah, this ain't right. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that was like, look, I'm being colluded. Evidence on this nigga, and then they showed <laughs> that nigga just throwing he picks, and it's just like, yeah, he got a nope. It's or for sure. Josh John, like do a do like do a pass like seven eight Mark years. Mark Sanchez. He went out the broadcast booth. Mark Sanchez? No, uh, Josh Johnson. Oh, he did. He in AAF. Probably got some speed. AF baby, yeah. Shout out to the AF. Oh, shaking my that was my other shaking my head. Shaking my head at the AF. They got to pay like a hundred. They had they didn't have paychecks for everybody coming this Friday, so they had the an NHL owner had to come in and invest two hundred fifty million dollars, and he pretty much became the CEO of the AF just in one large lump sum. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the thing when you start a business like this, you can't look at it for revenue off the first three to four years. This got to be something that's like a passion. Why would he do that? What you mean? He fuck with it. He fuck no, bro, that's that's how you build a business, though. You can't look at the first three to four years that that you gonna make money. I think it's the just, AF is. I think it's gonna be long standing. Yeah, okay, that's I, what I'm saying. Y'all think this is gonna last? Yeah, I do. But that's I, I don't think it's competing with the NFL in, in a way of like the XFL about to. I think it's yeah. not a competition league. And that's the thing, like, and that's the way you that's the way you grow it in advance. You gotta take a loss the first few years and to get the popularity up. Because like you said, who how they gonna get paid now? Like ain't nobody really put they tickets don't cost too they much. They make seventy thousand dollars a year, man. They pretty much is a bunch of nurses. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much a league of nurses is out there. And they were like for a couple months. Yeah. Well, I don't know, a couple months would you be a nurse? Yeah, I go out there. To make a full year salary, you go out there? Yeah, I go out there. I don't there. know if I go out there. Hell, I just feel, feel like the rules I mean the rules are they not that football. crazy. It's just football. Hey, did you see that nigga get his chest strap nah, blue? That was the only head. that was the only person to get blue up. Yeah, that's only person. They, and that, and they for were, seventy thousand. They only sent five niggas. For seventy thousand. That happened to him. Nigga, I was I was playing for free. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what them niggas are like. I was just playing for free. Seventy thousand fucking yeah, yeah, hacker, bro. You're like, whatever, this is my he last chance. And one nigga threw a behind the back pass, behind his head, fucking pass. Um, shout out to Manny Machado too. That was my other shout out. Forgot to shout him out. He's got thirty million dollars. Like. I think he a small nigga. Honestly, he's got ten years, three hundred million dollars to play in San Diego. That nigga just damn near retired. 
<laughs> he just retired. <laughs> like, that nigga didn't even... What the fuck is I mean, that? Like, it's people from the Yankees just getting paid. They ain't played since 2002. So, you know what I'm saying? Baseball, they paid for a lifetime. If you're good enough. If you're good enough. If man. you're good enough. I think Ryan uh, Bryce Harper about to get this bigger. I think he about to get like $310 million or some, yeah, some yeah, shit like that. So, I I mean, you got to shout out when a nigga getting broke off like that, man. That's so, just... why does this shout out not reverse into a shake in my head for Kyle Murray? Because I don't... Cause Kyler Murray probably wasn't gonna get that level. Yeah, that's what you got to wait about six, seven years in the minors before that shit break out, man. I think what he and he only got paid three point five, I think, for a signing bonus with the A's. Yeah, that's for five years. And he gonna probably gonna get eight million dollars just for being first round pick. Yeah. First, first, yeah, first round quarterback pick. Yeah. So, so he, he did the right thing. I, I think it's like long term. If you feel like you're gonna be good enough, you're gonna do the amount of steroids you need to do to be a very good baseball player. Then you should go he ahead. Got steroids in his position. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Them niggas don't hit home runs. Nobody in this position hit home runs. Yeah, you're a shortstop. You all that size. I think it, I don't know. You just got to be fast. You don't yeah. need steroids to be fast. You got to be able to steal bases and Man, catch them I fast. Know, Alex Rodriguez, he's a shortstop. He was in home runs. Alex Rodriguez was yeah. on roids. I know, that's he what I'm always saying. wanted like, to be a first baseman and third baseman. I'm just saying, like, you, can, you can do it. But no, they, they ain't taking roids no more. It's just it's, it's no... It's not a benefit. If you get caught, wait, wait, wait. I'm talking about baseball. They shouldn't be because you get Ryan caught. Ryan Braun was just taking steroids when he was in high school, wasn't mm-hmm. he? When he played for the Brewers. Yeah, that's it. He got suspended for about 100 games. Yeah. Like, like, it's no, like, that's the thing. Like, it's not even worth it no more. It's like, no. It's I don't like it either. Like, Cologne, like, 43, the nigga that's pitching for the Mets. He played for somebody. That nigga been, he done got suspended for steroids one of the, the biggest. Yeah. like, five times. Well, Tyler yeah, telling me, like, even to get him in, like, the minor league teams, them niggas back down there was juicing up. Back in the day, they no. Back right the day now, they I don't. Now it's just it, it. It really don't make sense now. Cause now you're just gonna charge yourself. Now they ain't gonna want. What it. you mean? If I'm on the mud hands, I'm for sure juicing. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to get that nigga level. They gonna try to make it. I think to climb up, you for sure juice. Yeah, once you get there, you probably stop. It's not. It's not even worth it. Not worth it no more. Back in the 2000s, early, it was open game. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of professional athletes. Yeah, aren't taking course, steroids. Like, I feel like most, I feel like even football, like NFL, yes, they take it, they're taking something, yeah. Deer yeah. antler spray. That's not steroids, though. See, it's ignorant, it's stupid <laughs> niggas like this that get on my fucking up. That's not steroids what or, what you mean? That's just recovery, that helps with hormones, that's not, that's not fucking steroids. This is the problem with niggas, man. Deer antler spray. That's not steroids. What is it? That is a bad that's name. A, bro, it's not a bad name. It's, it's a, bad a serum name. that helps you recover. A serum? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> his wife, his wife was taking. No, that was uh, that was uh, Ray Lewis. Yeah, nothing wrong with Dear Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. Um, all right, so did we want to talk about? So we were talking about Big Sean spot, right? What, no, what was you about to say? I was gonna stick with football, man. Antonio Brown and. Oh man, I forgot all about that shit, Why dog. Talk about this, this nigga. Hey, listen, man. I had to talk with the Ronies, and um, it looked like they both agreed to part ways, man. So he did have a conversation. He did have a conversation. No, no, he he talked to him. He had took a picture. The thing is, how did Antonio Brown? He it seemed like he convinced everybody that he's a free agent. I don't know how he's done it, but he's almost it's almost niggas forgetting that he got to be traded. uh, Like Ryan Clark and what's the guy that plays for the Broncos now? Man, Sanders. Yeah. Think like he was just saying, this is something. This behavior has been warranted for so long. Did not just like accept it. It's like a bad kid to have a tantrum and somebody's like, oh, just let him cry it out. You know what I'm saying? He's just doing what he does. But it's like everybody just, niggas on some words Antonio Brown going like he really got the say in the match. He's in control. That's what I'm saying. I don't it's think he is in control. For sure. I don't know right now he is because they got to. I mean, they got to get rid of him. They got to get rid of him. It ain't his decision where he went to go. And he also had all the leverage in the world because of the Le'Veon situation. Like, y'all already just lost one for nothing. Y'all losing Le'Veon for nothing. 
Yeah. What you want to do? And it definitely, Ben Roethlisberger takes the blame for this, man. It was just, it was just a big mess. Over mm-hmm. Men don't get hurt by this. And Tony Brown got the personality to where he can go make money doing anything. He can go do whatever he want to. Somebody put him in a movie, they put him on, they stupid enough to put him on TV. He can go make money. He don't have to play football. He wants the spotlight and want to play football, but he don't have to play football. Yeah, he's he definitely going to be on the team uh, next year. So, yeah, that was like big, big buzz going on with that. Um, where do I think Le'Veon going to go? I think the Jets. Still in New York. You think Tony Brown goes? You think he'll go to Browns? Some people are saying he should, he might get traded to Brown. Um, Pittsburgh shouldn't do that. I would definitely trade him outside the division, mm. get him away, some Arizona, some shit like that. Maybe as the Lions, but I, I, I doubt the fours and then want to take on that type of personality. Okay, we don't really don't take chances on players. You seeing the Patriots going to try to trade for Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, man, the Giants they they, they better not do that. Man. I mean, it was too, they said last year they was going to do it. Why they was talking about trading them? Cause the Patriots was right there, like ready for him. They they threw him off, or they just wouldn't pick him up. Yeah, thank you, Giants, for not doing that. <laughs> thank you, Giants. Yeah, man. I mean, though, the Patriots they already got too much love, right? Yeah. It's like, come on, man. Hey, man. Only problem, it, Odell ain't the problem. It's it's it's, it's Eli. Yeah, but then it'll flip Odell's script. You were saying that he look like Julian Edelman, Tom Brady. Listen, he wouldn't look angry no more. He'd hey, be fired. All they did do was draft Kyler Murray and Dwayne Haskins. And they talking about Russell Wilson might end up going to the sea, uh, I to heard the Giants. Your boy talk Kyle, yeah, Kyle, Kyle. Kyle. I think he just made that up and people took it like mm. it was real. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He made that up though. He yeah, he, he really lied. All you need is force. <laughs> um. Uh, so you want to talk about Big Sean, right? Yeah, man. Um, so it's just a situation in the city, this long-standing that Big Sean does not reach back to the inner city and grab in and kind of try to you know diversify and help the artists around. And I've been seeing people that's kind of falling on both sides of the totem pole. And to me, I think that the issue that people are having is like representation. I feel like there's different communities within the city and people who are polarized and captured or represented by different artists. And Big Sean does not really fit the, the criteria that a certain portion of the community is represented by. And I feel like there's a disconnect and Big Sean has not tried to make a change in that. Like In the past, we've seen Big Sean host, uh, is that Kid on the song with the D-Boy, Kid, Dusty McFly, and, and Early's on that track. And then also on one of his earlier albums, he had a payroll feature on there with, I believe, Jeezy. And he also just dropped a song with uh, Vezo. He's also did songs with Cast Out. The issue with that is, is the age gap between those people is not that far off. So around the time Big Sean was still in Detroit and hadn't left on a major scale, those people were already bubbling. Like, they were already known within the city. The problem is, is that the disconnected people see within the city as far as artists that are up and coming, like the band gangs and the Sada Babies, and uh, I don't think T. Grizzly's ever mentioned him. Uh, also, Peasy, if I'm not mistaken, has never really mentioned him. But those type of people, there's an age gap to where they weren't really around when Big Sean was still present. And I feel like he doesn't really make it his purpose to reach back. But he doesn't have to do that. But my issue more so is with people who try to make positional statements about that will say, oh, these people are marketable. That's a lie. I think that that's asinine because, for one, we just seen a group in SOBXRB who essentially stole Bang Gang's entire flows. Look, it's a guy from that group that looks exactly like a member from Bang Gang looked five years ago. Down to the buffs, the hair, the chains, everything. He looks exactly like this kid. And Kendrick Lamar just put them on the Black Panther soundtrack. So you can't tell me this style of music isn't, isn't marketable. You just don't like it. 
And I think that's asking out for people to make those type of statements when, like you say, if you coming out telling me Big Sean don't have to help nobody, he don't. But don't tell me that, oh, it's, he just don't have to help them because they're not marketable. It's, no, he's just not connected to this generation. He's not connected to, like, like for, for instance, Sada Baby came out and said, I fuck with Sada Tone. I be around Sada Tone. That's my nigga. I ain't never seen Big Sean. So, to me, if you talk about someone like Kendrick Lamar, who's constantly in the hood, you can see him in these type of neighborhoods, these urban areas. Big Sean come back and he was just here for, what's dog name that on Quicken Loans? Dan Gilbert? He was just here for one of their meetings. You know, they had a big team group meetings. Everybody worked for every syndicate that's associated with Quicken, and they do it down at LCA. He was just down there and did like a damn near concert for them niggas. He don't come down to the hood and do no shit. Like, he don't be in neighborhoods to where you can say, oh, yeah, my cousin grew up with Big Sean. He used to be over here. I don't know anybody that can say those type of things about him. Well, well Giles went to high school with him. And um, like, I'm going to say this. Not to... I'm going to be on Big Sean's side a little bit. He's been going through a lot of shit personally. Yes. With his label... With his relationships and shit like that, so sometimes you just need your space to lay low, and like you can't, can't help out everybody. And he has done done some good things, but I think the problem is niggas gotta try to get it on their own, man. No, no, and I, I think that it's not about like all of these people that I like. I think Sada Baby has global level talent. Like I think he can be an amazing, huge artist. He don't need Big Shine, but it's also like. It would have been helpful if Big Sean was around, or of course. if he was just in those avenues to like, oh yeah, we had this concert. Big Sean came through, or he was in the city. If he just was around, he don't be around. And like you said, he has a lot going on. But my issue is more so to the people that are trying to back him and like, oh no, these people just weak. They just no, it's like no, no, that's not the case. case. He's just not around. He don't have to be. He don't owe nobody shit. But I just look like got a lot going on. I just don't. When it comes to like, like niggas like Big Sean, I just don't feel like he got the. He not on the Kendrick Lamar level. So we don't really don't got that level of clout to really be like not saying he can't bring a nigga up with him, but like I mean like he tried with Say It Ain't Tone. And Say It Ain't Tone really you know what I'm saying? Key Key Wayne kinda there when it comes to beats and shit, you know, he took him to another level, but Big Sean not really that nigga who gonna be like who like Drake or something. Like if you get on a song with Drake, you know, your your career liable to shoot up. You get on a song with Big Sean, it's probably like a it's nice nice collab y'all did right there, man. That was cool. And then it's like it's not even like a get it out the mud situation, but it's like, like Big Sean don't really owe niggas nothing. He don't. So it's like, if you feel like, if you've seen what I'm seeing, it's like Big Sean can't really like jumpstart your career no further and pretty much don't owe you nothing. It's like Big Sean in your corner really don't help too much. You know what I'm saying? It look like he just want to make collabo albums and duets and shit like that. Don't look like he want to, <laughs> I mean, that's just for real. Don't even look like he really... Into that shit. He got, that, got called out by a big rapper. He yeah, didn't really respond. That kind of rolls over into what the next portion of it was. It was like a, a, a picture rolling around that had uh, three portraits of Kendrick Lamar, Drake, and J. Cole. And there was a fourth just blanked out picture that kind of asked, like, as far as the hierarchy for this generation, who would be that fourth member? And originally, I seen it on Twitter. I didn't really chime in. I didn't really care as much. Then one of my good friends, Garrett, you know, shout out to G-Rock, he had posted those Insta story. And when I originally saw it on his Insta story, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to chime in with him. And I said to him because he questioned who that person should be. And my original quote was Nipsey, but it should be Wale. Based on how they came into the game together, the hype that was that was put on Wale, I felt like it should have been him, but he got into this issue where he allowed the media and people's opinions of him to kind of alter his mentality too much. And he, he became like the angry uncle. You know what I'm saying? He just was always added with people about stuff. But Nipsey to me has handled himself in a situation where he has a certain pedigree. He's also put people in position to win, and he handles his business the right way. 
my friend Garrett's rebuttal was that he thought it should have been Big Sean. But like a lot of people saying, he doesn't make the content. Like, Big Sean disappeared for a whole three years. And, and me and him kind of going back and forth, I came back with the same thing. And Lando just said, it seemed like Sean got too wrapped up in the reality stuff. Like, hey, look, I'm dating Janae Aiko. I'm dating, I'm dating, you know what I'm saying? I'm dating the next star. It's like, I really don't give a fuck about that shit, bro. I want to hear some music. You're going to go off in the sunset and live your life, but you got to lock into the studio. And that's where I didn't even, you know, think about this guy. But to be honest, maybe the fourth person should legitimately be future. He hasn't came along to pull that many people up, like we've said. Whereas uh, you have a Nipsey Hussle who every chance he get, he shine out of L.A. person. You you got a person like, um, if you want to say Meek Mill. Meek Mill always bringing new niggas out. He done put me hip to new artists all around. You know, it don't even have to be his city. He always putting you hip to new people. Future has the free bag. You know what I'm saying? Free bag collective. But Atlanta, Atlanta is bubbling so much that it's like anybody down there can really get out. But they all kind of sound like him, too. They all, they all yeah, sound like him, too. Well. So I think, I think Future probably might should have that spot. To me, honestly, I feel like... One, if it's just them three niggas, then I think that's just probably how it should be. Like, it probably is not a fourth nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you if you just want to put a fourth nigga, it's cool. But them three niggas represent the generation pretty much as well as it could be. Yeah. If I would say it for, I would, and it'd probably be biased coming from me. But I think Cuddy right there, because it's, it's oh, so God, much dude. influence on that nigga music throughout all this Travis Scott Throughout all these these new young niggas, a lot of niggas kind of sound like him and kind of yeah. getting that inspiration from him. I think is like the nigga where you find out like a black person created some shit. And you like, damn, he made this? Yeah. I feel like that's who Cuddy is. But I just feel like like when it comes to, like, his hints in music throughout different niggas' music. 100%. Like, it seemed like just Cuddy found that lane where it's like, it was okay to just not make a song where you just rapping. You could just kind of sing on that bitch, and then it could just be your real voice and be kind of ass. But it's like, whatever, it's how you feeling, you know what I'm saying? Type shit. But I just feel like them three niggas is as good as it's going to get. I just I feel like what time period are we talking about for like generation? That's I guess it would, I have since it's it. starting with those three, it would be post like so far gone, which is like 2008. Yeah, so uh, which is also around the same time as the warm up and, and that kind of generation. So so post 2007 basically. Yeah, so yeah, that's what like cutting cut could be right there. I mean but you also got guys like even still like with, with Jay, like when you say we're on top of the generation, it's still you still got guys from older generation. That's still on top. Yeah. That's still like gonna never get get knocked off. Jay Z is like grandfather. Man. Yeah, but I, I'm just saying, like, if you just saying like of a generation of era, like he three three generations in. And I also feel like off. you got combated opinions on situations like that. Where you had somebody like Future saying that Hove don't move. He don't he don't delegate how I move. I'm gonna still have his money out. I don't give a fuck what he was talking about. Basically, so you got people who look at that, and that's a generational gap where it's like, yeah, Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? Some people are just like, oh, 444 was crazy. Oh, talking that real shit. He putting us on to some growth. Said, and some people like, fuck that. When he drops some shit, people flock to it. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. Like, we talk about like that. People it's flock right. when Nas drops something. Yeah. Man, niggas ain't going to say it's great, but niggas listen to it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, when you get to that point, you grandfather in, it's like you can't really stumble out of it. It's just like, I'm listening. I do got a question, though, because we did just bring up So Far Gone, Camo 2009. Lando, in 2009, or even before that, when you first started listening to Drake, did you see this lasting this long? Like you said, yeah, like last we got, I I saw like a four or five year window because I thought that I thought that Young Money was probably going to end like four to five years. Now, I, I didn't see this type of run from him, but he, he definitely had the talent to it, and I see another 10 years for him. That's I, the thing, because it's looking like it's not stopping. Like, yeah. this was dope, and it's like... It's like to go back and listen to So Far Gone, it's like, damn, this shit's still great music from 2009. And then it's like, it's 2019, so he already been 10 years in the game. He pretty much OG status at this point. And he was like one of the young dudes. 
I feel like um, with Drake, it's kind of like a Jay-Z situation and what yeah. could have been for Wayne. When you have like a generational talent or something, it never goes away and you never fade. Like, Hope can drop something tomorrow and it be like, this shit sound like it's in. Like, it don't sound like, and this is, everybody knows this is one of my favorite artists. It don't sound like DMX dropping a record. It don't sound like, man, this shit would have been sweet 2005. It's, it ain't hitting right now. Hope drops something, it's going to sound good. And like I said with Wayne, Wayne just had gaps to where life kind of fucked him up. You know what I'm saying? He went to Rikers for them couple years. Then he had the baby, wouldn't let him release music. So he got backtracked to where his sound got outdated, unfortunately, on him. And I don't see that happening with Drake at all. But he, he's still a just like, no, Wayne was rapping in the 90s. Yeah. No, but I'm yeah, saying as far as to where, like, I like the Carter 5, but it's some niggas that be like, man, that shit ass. Like, that nigga weak as fuck, Wayne. So it's like, it's a generational gap to where now Wayne doesn't have a unit. Like I said, it's not too many people who think whole ass. And some people will be like, man, this old nigga probably need to shut up. But no, for the, for the most part, niggas is like, nah, talk, this is a good talk. album. Yeah, and I feel like Drake got that type of yeah. longevity. Just like I said, I felt like Wayne could have had it if he didn't have them gaps in his career. Because we look at what Lil Wayne was prior to, to going to Rikers. It was an amazing artist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The, the Carter 3 was impeccable work of art. Just building on what the Carter 1 and Carter 2 already was. And then the mixtape era was just ridiculous. And even, you know what I'm saying, coming back out of that, you know, with the no ceilings, he still had a little bit left in him as far as that type of level. I just think, I just felt like he put on way too much music at one time. Kind of did. Yeah. But I, I, don't, I don't think it all was Wayne fault, though. You know what I'm saying? He had leaks, the mixtapes, and all that type of shit where it just was, he, he wanted to keep the fans happy. Um... Now, anything else we got going on today, man? Any closing remarks we got for the show? Cause I don't, I don't, I don't got nothing else on the list. Uh, I guess with boxing, man, ESPN and they look like they're trying to fuck up the the big heavyweight fight between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. They just signed Tyson Fury to like an eighty million dollar deal, so the fight might not happen. What? So, yeah, cause like I said, ESPN and Showtime really don't do business with each other. Dow Hamlin in the top rank, so. I don't know. Hopefully the fight can happen, but it's looking like it's going to be another wait for the for the big fights to happen. Mm. Oh, Kyrie did an interview and jump, pretty much talking about how he, you know, he had to apologize to Brian, and we shouldn't be looking too deep into him and Kevin Durant talking that shit to each other. Cause that was just weird. It's like, man, Kyrie just kind of semi fucked up the Celtics. Yeah, at least he owned up to it. I think the Celtics just don't. They haven't developed their roles yet. Now they had their roles. Kyrie came in and fucked it up. Yeah. That's saying they didn't adjust to the new role. Like, yeah. Oh no, this is my new role. I'm backup point guard Terry Rose here. He, just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he didn't want to be that no more. He just, yeah, um, I guess for my closing remark, it was an article that came out in a news story about a uh, a dude in, in Idaho who had he ran a, a a sports store, sports apparel store. I thought it was in Colorado. In Colorado. He stopped uh, selling <laughs> Nike stuff, and uh, he eventually went out of business. He just went out of business down there. Really? He, and the, I just, I love the quote he had in the interview, and they asked him, like, what did you think? And he's like, you know what? I didn't give in to big dollars. I didn't give in to big Nike. I did it my way. <laughs> it's like, you just went out of business. <laughs> <laughs> I did it my way. Yeah, that nigga <laughs> did it his way and the fucking failed. It's like, bro, he thought it was business and not sell Nike. And then nobody come buy your shit because your store was ass. Don't say you did it your way. You fucking, you look like a fool. I just don't like people acting like they're oppressed. Like, nigga, you not on the bad end of the stick. It's people getting murdered by the cops. Why do you think you just so bad? Yeah, he's so he's righteous. A meal. You, you know, know what? You think you just, 
I'm standing up for what I believe. I'm not in, selling man. that shit no yeah. more. Fuck that guy. I'm leaving that shit from a box. Man. Fuck that nigga. You gonna be homeless. Yeah, exactly. Rap on you, boy. <laughs> um, you got anything, B? Um, I I think if I had a closing remark, man, I just hope things turn around at East Lansing, man. It's a, a gloomy, dark cloud since the Larry Nassar shit, and then the, the president saying wild shit, and now all these injuries and stuff. I just I loved that school for a long time, man. It's just getting hard. Right Angler is not the president no more, is he? He's no, no he gone. He said that they got rid of him. But it just yeah. it, it's been a dark cloud, and you know all our people that went up to state. You know what I'm saying? I hope that it didn't rain on y'all parade too much. Hopefully y'all got out of there peacefully and had y'all y'all celebration, which I know y'all did. But it just put a bad light on the school, and I just want them to get past that shit and make it back into the great establishment that that I feel like it once was. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I really enjoyed my time in state, going to basketball camps and. and Things of that nature when I was a younger kid, so I just I don't like that shit, man. It's just making me feeling bad. Now I just feel like karma, man. Like all these people on the basketball team getting injured. When I, I feel like we had real aspirations to win the national championship. I just I don't know, man. It got me feeling gloomy. I feel you, man. Uh, happy birthday, Ashley. Yeah, I see. Yeah, her well, birthday Saturday. Be, what, is Ashley's birthday? birthday? Yeah, she's not be today. Home. Saturday. When should you leave for a cruise? Sunday. So she's gonna be here Saturday for her birthday. Huh. Oh, okay. Go out to eat. We go to dinner. Oh, okay. I think I should have dinner, man. I wish I could get her for a bite. I ain't got her nothing yet. Should I get her? I don't know. Promise man. ring. I got one of them. Really? Yeah. I got that six yeah. months in. You should do like Pandora bracelets and stuff like that. Yeah. I made a promise. It ain't gonna lie. Good promise. I ain't gonna lie to you. Niggas don't tell you shit. <laughs> I thought we was better than that. Oh, well, is, that, is that something you're supposed to tell? Six months in into the relationship? Yeah. No, I think we was too close. You should have been like, hey, bro. I'm thinking about you know what I'm saying. Making a promise? Yeah. I made the promise. What's the promise? Because I feel like I don't promise, know. Promise really, it was just it was just a ring, and then I, I yeah, just I made the know. promise. Yeah, That's I, you, Ned. You promised after it was a ring. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking you just went in with that. I'm like, damn, six months in. Oh no, is that what the promise? I promised to marry you. Is that what the ring is? It, that's what oh, I, was I thought it was just like a whatever. I thought niggas say I was that. Say six months Sounds like a promise not to like fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. Hey, bro, do that shit. We kids. What you thinking? No, no, I just promised. <laughs> what you thinking? It looks like you made the right to choice, bro. Yeah. Nah, I'm sorry. Yeah, dog. In Six hindsight. months in, no, I'd have been on that. It was like in the summer. You don't summer. know what's going to happen. I think it was like July. Okay. I don't know. But yeah, man. Did birthday. Six months in? Six Promise months. ring? Promise was, ring to engagement? If I mess See, up, I don't know if, if it was into engagement. See, I, he had that part. I didn't know that. <laughs> if, I somebody, if I met somebody like Ashley, I would. I didn't know that you part. kissing up? Man, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was a Valentine's. I know you never shot it. Oh, man, he had two dates. Damn, I have two, exposing this nigga. I had two dates. Oh. I, just, I, I dropped off some, some gifts to people, and that was that. Oh. What about the... So no dates? No dates, man. I, I had to do a lot of homework. Oh. Yeah, so, so my, my say, let me take you to the movie, Shawty. Hey, yeah, the popcorn and the drink. Hit the day with this I by my it. side. I, say, I got that popcorn. Sorry, I gotta, I gotta go right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I gotta leave. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was me. All right, man. How much your Valentine's Day be nice, man? Yeah. That was almost day. It was the day after his birthday. Day I don't like birthday. Valentine's Day because of that. It's like, I feel like I can't celebrate both. You know what I'm saying? Why not? No, it's not. Except whatever you want, man. Because I want to spend money on myself, so I can't spend money on nobody else. So you should. I want to spend money on somebody else, and not spend money on myself. You know what? Shout out! I'm gonna shout out Cassandra. This is the only time. You know what? Cassandra is a woman that is my friend, and she is a good friend. Other women, they don't want to be a friend. They want to be weird. Yeah, but Cassandra, Cassandra bought me a donut from Holy Moly too for my birthday, so yeah. that was cool. That's solid. Oh, Cassandra yeah. is a solid person. She so is. happy birthday, Ashley! Shout out to Cassandra. 
And that's all I got, man. Is that it? I think that's it, man. Your man's Nipsey you know, going to do a documentary on a, a, a photo uh, Bowman, Dr. Seaman, the doctor. Yeah, Dr. Sebi, uh, I feel like... Um, Seaman. Seaman. <laughs> yeah, but I just feel like that's one of them situations where I don't really want to talk about it today. They release it. Cause yeah. I, I feel like that's too delicate, and I really, really, really don't want anything to happen to Nipsey. But yeah, it's a delicate situation for him to be playing. How many people did Dr. Sebi hear? Over, oh. like... 80, I think. Yeah, it was like documented. Brought to yeah. court and it was like over like 150 or something like that. Right. Yeah. I mean, look, per the the stories out there, he cured left eye, whatever she had going on, and then she died mysteriously too. And I'm she like, had a, was an accident though, right? She was the only person in the car wearing her seatbelt. She died. It's weird. Yeah, so. In the car accident, it's weird. Mm. I just feel like your boy was fucking with her, man. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's that guy. But, you know, I just feel like it's one of those situations where she would have brought too much press, I feel like. Somebody had that fame, saying, oh, no, this guy's real. Just all that, all that, you know, if you want to jump into the YouTube wormholes, all that stuff is mysterious. I'm not saying I'm a conspiracy theorist, but, mm, but yeah, I'm definitely um, mysterious. Mm. All right, y'all, take it easy. Have a good day and watch more documentaries.